Hello and welcome to Constructing the Clubhouse, the number one comedy podcast about two idiots starting a comedy club in a Catalan-speaking city in a Spanish-speaking country where all of the jokes are in English. Uh, <laughs> my name is John Ellis and I am the lead host of Constructing the Clubhouse today because Dr. Matthew Murtha is a little bit late. Uh, he's going to be along shortly. Uh, but we don't need him because we have the amazing, the incredibly talented, uh, viral music <laughs> sensation and headliner of the Comedy Clubhouse Spotlight this Saturday, uh, Gabby Killick. What's up, Gabby? Hello, I'm so happy to be back in Barcelona and at your amazing venue. Thank you. Thank you for noticing how amazing it is. Uh, yeah. Come on. You're one of the original international sensations uh that that graced barcelona with with her presence you I, I know i think i came in like 2017 2018 i did two tours here twice but this was way before the clubhouse existed or even like the scene in barcelona really existed like yeah. you guys were very much creating that scene back then and here we are now smashing it so so first show you did was what was it um hush 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 and i did pub um i did comedy bomb shelter and you had that back then yeah. in pub limerick is that right that is matt will tell you that is the longest running comedy show in barcelona so yeah that was at, at pub limerick back in the day it was really good i had such a good time i remember it being a really nice collection of comedians and then also the audience always seems to be really up for it in barcelona so i always like coming back do you find that yeah i think we have a very kind audience yeah uh, in barcelona i think even, yeah, even kind of the open mic audiences. Do you know, I, I actually think a large reason that the audience is great here is that they're not necessarily expecting that much, right? Whereas, <laughs> they have expectations that they're not disappointed. Kind, kind of. Well, it's like you're, Gabby's based in London, right? And, and people there are very used, they have such a deeply rooted comedy culture uh, that people have gone to comedy shows before, they know what to expect, and they will be disappointed uh, if you don't uh if you don't meet those expectations I, yeah i know what you mean i think if people have a free evening and they decide to go to a comedy show or a cabaret show and the acts aren't up to scratch i'm saying that in inverted commas for people just listening i think people are going to get disappointed especially if they've paid but i also think like you know that's up to us as the performers to always deliver which we totally. obviously always do <laughs> That we do. We, we at the do. comedy clubhouse. We always do. Uh, we we still to this day get a lot of people uh, that come to a show here, and then the comment afterwards was like, "Is like, oh, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> like that was actually surprisingly good." I wasn't expecting to be entertained, but I do. I do feel audiences since the pandemic are more forgiving. Does that make sense? I think people like they want the performers to do well, and they want to go. And laugh whereas before i think they're more like make us laugh and now they're like we want you to be good and you can really feel that energy i think in a room regardless if you're super professional or totally like well my attitude towards comedy has changed a little bit as well i used to back when i was doing craft and that kind of thing my attitude was more i felt like it was a competition almost between me and the audience like it was a battle or a joust or something like that <laughs> whereas now it's we're all on the same side. The audience should absolutely be on the side of the comedian, and the comedian yeah. should be on the side of the audience, because at the end of the day, the, the comedian wants to tell jokes that the audience laughs at, and the audience generally is there to laugh. Well, definitely. I think I think some people 
think that it's all on the comedians to make sure it's a good night. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it has to be like a cocktail of like things that has to go well. Like, I mean, the venue has to like look good, has to be good lights, has to be good sound. The audience have to have an up for attitude. And then the comedian also has to like deliver strong in the storytelling or the jokes. And I do think if one of those little things isn't aligned, the show isn't going to like blow the roof off. I don't think it relies completely with the comedian. Obviously, there's probably like 80% of the responsibility is with the comedian. But yeah. you do have to have those ingredients to make it a really good night. And there's so many little things that you can do that make a huge difference. Like playing music before a show so that people are talking. And then slowly, slowly turning the sound of the music up so that people are talking louder and louder and louder. And then like the, the volume that they're speaking at is louder. So the volume that they're laughing at is louder. And you're just going to have a better show, right? Um, Definitely. Like I, I get really surprised sometimes when I go to venues and they've just got like an emotional power ballad on before the the acts come on. And I'm like, we don't need Adele. We need like techno house music to get the crowd going and get them up for it. You need, yeah, you need something. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I have a bit of a a, a conflict because I listen to... I get complaints about the music that we that we play here sometimes. I play a lot of uh, pop punk. Uh, That's and all right, though, no? I think it's all right. I think it's all right. Some people like it. Uh, I play some Christian rock. Um, because, what, like Evanescence? Uh, yeah, like Reliant K I'll play <laughs> okay, a lot. Well, I can see it from both sides there. <laughs> so, and I'll do this when I'm hosting a show as well. So, so my, my question is, should you play the music that the audience wants... Or should you just play whatever's whatever's going to get you in the mood, whatever you're going to like sing along to and then be like down and have the right energy, come with the right energy, you know? I think you have to play the music that reflects your set. Do you know what I mean? So if I like, I like my style is really super high energy and a little bit like naughty, a little bit dirty. So I always go for like house music, just like do, 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 just to get people like, into it with like, no that. lyrics. Whereas some people like, do you mean, they just want like really like, you know, fun, like, you know, country music. I just think it has to reflect whatever you're about to do. Like, but, mm-hmm. but and if you, if you think the Christian rock music reflects <laughs> what you're going to do. No, usually, go usually I will play, um, yeah, like Blink-182 or maybe some Queen or... Yeah, I think Queen's good. Queen's good. Blink-182. Yeah, I think those selections are fine. But I mean, just nothing slow. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, nothing for sure. slow. Like it has to be, be. You want people sort of like shaking their shoulders in their seats and getting like excited and stuff. Because it's just like it sets the right tone for what's about to happen. Totally. Uh, would you ever be tempted to play one of your own songs before? I definitely, uh, I do. You do? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I do. I've got my pop song pose always playing when um, the audience are coming in because if they like it, they're like, "Oh, I like this song," and then the big surprise when I actually perform it and stuff. But I think, I mean, I may as well get my own songs out there. The worst worst thing is, though, is when you have to attach your Spotify and then you have to do the dreaded shuffle because then you don't know what's coming and it's embarrassing. Like, don't you find like it's a real, like, you see see into people's souls with what they have on their shuffle Spotify playlist. I always, like, run to the back of the the room, like, switch, 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 and can't have the song. But... Yeah, I don't mind having my own songs on it. Obviously, I prefer if other people played my songs rather than me playing. That my would be own yeah, that would songs. be ideal. Actually, speaking of, so so uh, we we have YouTube music here, and we have basically like we'll put music on, and then it'll just go from one song to the next, and then by the end of the night, we don't really know what's playing, you know? Okay, yeah. Uh, it generally picks up on our vibe and generally plays songs. Uh, so the other day, it got onto uh, Flight of the Concords, and then Attitude and Asses. <laughs> 
did it come up? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. That is, honestly, that's a claim to fame. I, I rushed over, I was like, and I looked at it, I was like, like Gabby Killick, I took it over to Matt, I was like, this is, we know this person. That is so cool, the fact that it came on a flight of the Concords playlist. See, I'm very happy with that, like, that's yeah. great. Yeah, like, it, was, uh, you, it was a big moment. Did you listen to the whole thing, or did you switch it off? <laughs> yeah, no. You switched I, it off, didn't no, you? No, I, I kept it playing, <laughs> obviously, I kept it playing. Um, <laughs> Good, I'm I told everyone, I actually cranked it up. I told everyone, I was like, I know this person. Yes. Uh, yeah. So was that the one that went viral? So Attitude Nasties was my first one. That was really the first time I ever sort of like wrote a poem, uh, contacted a sort of like producer and be like, I want to sort of put it to a beat. And that one didn't go viral. But the second one, Masturbation and Isolation. Can I say uh, that? Yeah. No, you can say whatever <laughs> you want. Can I say that? Uh, yeah, yeah. This Sorry is a podcast. Sorry to all the children that are, that are listening. So that, that one went... That one went viral, and then Pose, which was my pop song. Oh my God, I've had so many songs. Look at me, I've had a full album out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. So so first was Attitude Nasses, and then you just got into the swing of things, and you kept kept writing music. Well, definitely. I mean, like, I've always really loved writing poetry. Like, I've always done it for, literally just done it for fun. I think I'm really good at, like, rhyming words. And then I also can speak super fast i don't realize i'm speaking like fast i'm just talking to people naturally so if you if you can rhyme words and speak fast sort of like urban it up a bit then you've got rapping <laughs> like i mean i get feedback from like producers that i work with you've got to work on like your flow and things like that but to be honest like i'm not really writing music to be like you know a big time rapper i'm just doing it to like add a different like genre into like my hour shows i really find like if i'm performing for like one hour dropping like music maybe like every sort of quarter away just sort of like wakes people up this is exciting this is a bit different sure so that's the whole reason i started doing it and then after i'd performed it a couple of times i really got into it and it's probably my favorite part of my set now when i do yeah raps. yeah i really i really enjoy it i think it's like a little like secret weapon that i just throw out like, it really is good for changing up the energy of an audience yeah. um we spoke about this with we had a uh, jordan thomas gray on this this podcast he does some music musical stuff mm -hmm. uh so yeah it's a good call yeah, it's a good I, think, call. I think it's fun and it's, it shows like the element of like surprise and things like that. Because if you have lost them and then you drop a beat into the into the room, it's like, whoa, here we go. We're going on a different sort of spiral and things like that. And, mm -hmm. and yeah, and it's fun. Like I love doing like the music videos and every time like a producer work, reaches out to like work with me and stuff, I'm like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, let's just let's do that. I'll do that. I'll write a song. OK, why not? Yeah. Cool, <laughs> no, cool, cool. I mean, I definitely can't play an instrument or anything. Can you? Uh, you can play um, guitar. Oh, can you? A little bit. I actually wrote my first musical comedy song uh, recently. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Are yeah, we going to yeah. do a collab? We could do. Yeah. I don't know if you'd want to be collaborating with me. My my song was called um, Here Comes the Come. Here Comes the Come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, look, it sounds good to me. It was, yeah, loosely based on a Beatles song. Uh, yeah, I've got that. Here Comes the Sun. I get that. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the collaboration, actually. Uh, actually, because you're a rapper, I have another idea for a song that I would like to do. Song slash ad for the Comedy Clubhouse Spotlight. Okay. Uh, because uh, ideally... We want to we want to have a generic ad that works for every single show, so it can't be okay. based on the. Well, obviously, what we're going to film after this will be based on Gabby Killick, but I don't want to have to go and run a different ad and film a different thing every week. Okay, Doesn't make yeah. any sense. So my idea is to do you know the Pokemon rap? Oh my god! 
You teach me and I'll teach you. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. That's the only bit I know. Uh, okay, so then there's like, there's another one where it's like, Nidorek, Clefairy, Pikachu, Slowpoke, or whatever. And it, it's okay. like this very 90s rap type thing. So okay. I want to do that, but with all the names of the comedians that have been performing on the spotlight and will... Uh, perform on the spotlight. It'll be it'll be like a who's that Jokemon. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, well, yeah, let's go for it. We're all gonna have little like funny emojis for our own Pokemon. I think there's a lot of Pokemon graphics that we could recreate, and I, I want to rewrite the lyrics of the songs. It'd be like. Uh, I want to be the funniest, the greatest <laughs> of them all, uh, and then there's. I don't know if you're even close to as into Pokemon as I am, but uh, they, they, they'd always do, uh, before and after the ad breaks, they'd do like a, who's that Pokemon? And it would just be the silhouette okay. uh, of a Pokemon. And then after the ad break, it would be like, it's Clefairy. Uh, I think, I think, I think. I feel like I don't know enough about Pokemon to be to be into this ad, but I mean, like, here comes the cum, that's me. Like, <laughs> I don't mind doing, like, the high-pitched chorus for the Pokemon thing, but I, I'm not really going to know too much about okay, it. Okay, fair enough. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry to, like, crush your dreams. It's, it is quite niche. <laughs> it is quite niche. I'm it's appealing niche. to a specific audience but you know what do you remember that pokemon game that came out i had like an ex-boyfriend that was into that and like maybe you could go around barcelona catching the comedians oh the pokemon go <laughs> i remember that i remember that game but yeah i was an ex so don't speak to him anymore uh fair enough fair <laughs> enough i do the same that's my strategy um <laughs> You were in Argentina recently. I was in Argentina, yeah. My boyfriend's from there. We went over there to visit his family, which was, like, super fun. I've been there twice now. I go there, We go there once a year to say hi and stuff. But, I mean, my Spanish isn't great. So, I mean, I am just sort of, like, the, the foreign mute that gets by with a lot of, like, body language to, like, con have conversations with his family. But it was fun. So. Was, it, was it all right? Do you think they liked you? Uh, I think they I think they liked me, but I mean, you know, I really need to I just need to step it up with learning Spanish, to be honest. But you can you can you're fluent in Spanish now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I to be honest, my Spanish has probably gotten worse since I've gotten to Barcelona, but I, I spoke I did a student exchange in Bolivia when I was uh, eighteen. Oh, okay. So I I like lived with a fam or lived with a couple of families and was was speaking a lot and then I I went I've been went back to Bolivia a lot when I was young. Mm -hmm. uh, dig you digging water wells for underprivileged children <laughs> with my bare hands. Whatever, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Just what you said. <laughs> do you do Spanish shows here at the clubhouse? Yeah, we have um, two Spanish shows we do every week. So at one pm on Saturdays we got Vermut y Risas, mm -hmm. and then we do a Spanish Gong show. Actually, that's the only Gong show we have in Barcelona these days. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's on Sundays at eight pm. And nice. then tonight we have Carmen Lynch in Espanol as well. Exciting. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Do you prefer watching comedy in Spanish or English? Oh, I would never watch comedy in Spanish. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I... I as a blanket statement, we're never watching shows in Spanish. I, I have... I mean, I have watched it in Spanish, but, I mean, we were talking about this beforehand. Yeah. I just... I'm not going to get the jokes in the same way as I'm going to get the jokes in English. And mm -hmm. I feel the same about performing in Spanish as well. Like, I'm sure that I could perform in Spanish and get a good response from the audience. Okay. In fact, I've told one or two jokes in Spanish at shows. But... Oh, have you? Yeah, because I do a free show uh, <laughs> on Saturdays at 7pm, show up, go up, and it's 
because it's free, you just get a whole range of people. So the other week I had like uh-huh. five people in the audience and three of them didn't speak really any English. They were there to practice their English. Oh, okay. Well, which is... It, is, it is actually a good way to do it, though, I think, like practicing English. We get a lot of people like coming in London who don't speak English and they're just there because they want to like learn. And it's probably more fun than sitting at home and studying. Yeah, I mean, I look, I think it's a completely fair and reasonable way for people to practice their English. I would just like it if they weren't the only people in the entire audience. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I get that too. That's where it becomes a bit of a problem for me. <laughs> yeah, because you have um, to do the set twice. Here's it in English, now here's what it is in Spanish. And they go, ah, delayed laughter. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, anyway, what was I saying? So, yeah, I, I think... The reason I'm attracted to comedy in English is that you get to have all your most complicated ideas and then you have to work really, really hard to make them funny. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, make your interesting ideas funny. Exactly. Whereas I would be so far away from that in Spanish that I'd just be re- relying on sort of saying, Yeah, for sure. Saying, hey, here's a word that doesn't mean what you think it means or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Matthew Murtha in the house. Uh-oh. How you doing? Uh, on camera, huh? We're on camera, yeah, but and there's I, a live um, feed there as well. I can pull in the other camera if you want, or we can squeeze in real close and tight. Yeah, get in as well, Matt. We want all Let's all together. huddle together. Isn't that cute? All together. The three amigos. I'll um, yeah. transition over. Hi. Okay, cool. Good to see you. Great to see you. Welcome back. Long time. For those of you listening at home, it's the big reunion. Yeah, between man. me, Matt, and John, they brought me over here, two thousand and seventeen, something like that. A long time, ages ago. ago. And then I keep pop- and then I keep seeing them both at Edinburgh, and then that. But you weren't there last year. No, not last year. Aww. He took one for the team. He um he stayed here, and, and I stayed and babysat. Made sure everything kept ticking along. And I've got this right. really cool club. Congratulations. Yeah, you know we're doing all right here. Yeah, and it seems sick. Very excited to see it all in action. Yeah, man. So what? Uh, what have you guys covered? I mean, let's be honest. I've been here the entire time. You just didn't introduce <laughs> me, so I thought it was weird to talk. We but... uh, we've talked about a lot of stuff. We've talked about her musical career. We talked about uh, Argentina. What we didn't talk about is the fact that she is the second musical superstar, best-selling songwriter that's covered <laughs> right. to the clubhouse this week. Who's the first? You want to tell the story? A little band called the Lamb of God. Okay, cool. Yeah. Musical comedy or just musical? No, thrash metal. Okay, and they did a set in. <laughs> sorry, they did a set in the clubhouse. No, no, they, they were just friends of a comedian that's visiting, and they they walked in like fucking. They had the biggest balls uh, in the entire world. They just the first dude walked like I was standing at the door smoking, and the first dude just walks by. He goes, "What's good, my man?" and walks right past me into the club. <laughs> They like, they're like big chested. They look around and they say, all right, let's get some drinks. Uh, I'll take a non-alcoholic for the pussy over there and then three beers and <laughs> da, 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 da. And I'm just like, who the fuck are these guys? All right, rock on. And they're like complete metal guys. So the beards down to their stomachs, long hair down to their ass, uh, all in black. Just look hardcore. And I, so I serve them beers. They go downstairs and then uh, Frank, our, one of our guest comics, comes in. He's like, that's Lamb of God. Oh I was like, what was it? It goes, Lamb of God. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Oh, is that a dish? I know, right? Yeah. They yeah, are big, for sure. They're a big band. Yeah, well, you know, I, I talked to all my metalheads, and they were like, holy shit, really? So, yeah. Well, there we go. Collapse which around. is exactly the reaction when I told them that Gabby Killick was coming to well, the Well, of clubhouse. course. I mean, I'm not sure I'll get the... 
the metal crowd, but I mean, what we were talking about, I mean, like maybe one size fits all. I think you would appeal to metal metalheads. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like you know, give me a beat, we'll make it work. Yeah. Do you think maybe I could get them to do a screamo Jokemon theme tune? Yeah, I mean, I think. <laughs> I mean, like. Welcome, comedy clubhouse. There you go. I mean, do you have dreams this. of being a rock star as well? Mm. Uh, I have zero musical talent whatsoever. Do you reckon? I reckon everyone has some musical talent. Nope. Not, not even like writing I'll a, tell you a what. little poem. Uh, last time I did karaoke, I was in New York City. Uh, decided to rock out to my, my, my wheelhouse, right? I brought okay. my fastball, seals, kiss from a rose, right? Okay. Wow, that's emotional. Absolutely. Uh, bartender took the microphone away from me. Finished oh, no. the song, and that bitch... Just like absolutely killed it. She was amazing. Everybody gave her a stand up. <laughs> well, the bar, the bar lady took The your... bar lady, yeah. Okay, well, she does that every night. She's clearly waiting for her yeah. moment every yeah, time. Yeah. Like... Turns out she's a professional singer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's waiting for her big moment for sure. What's your karaoke song? Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Call, call, me, call me, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, one. I don't do a great job of it, but. Her... What's yours, Gabby? I, I reckon I like... Or do you just play your own songs? Well, well, yeah, we were just talking about that. If I play my songs before the audience come in, I do it all the time. If 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 I'm feeling the room and people like have had, have, have had enough of me, I usually go for like like Total Eclipse of the Heart or something. Nice. Like, Turn around. Exactly. You know, it's a get, classic karaoke get the swaying song. going. I think it's nice to have a little bit of a slow a slow song. Totally. You know, when everyone's just doing like, you know... Hooked on a Feeling is a great one. I don't know if I know that song. Oh. And I got that feeling deep inside of me. I could do the Uga Chaka part. <laughs> uga Chaka, Uga Chaka. I don't uga, think you can uga, do that. Uga Chaka, Uga Chaka. I just did. Oh, okay. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> um, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. So, now that I'm running the show... No. We're live on TikTok today. Are we really? Yeah, We've yeah. got one person listening. Hiya. Hey. <laughs> Shout out. So if uh, listeners have any questions for, for Gabby or maybe for Matt, oh, uh, no, feel said, free to... Someone said, love, Lamb of God. Chime Hell in. Hell yeah. There you go. Hell fucking yeah. Thank nice. you, Techo... Techno and... mate. Techno mate. Uh, he likes techno. He also likes Lamb of God. So there you go. And I also started a TikTok account myself yesterday. Did you? Uh, yeah, I have a personal TikTok account. So uh, can't wait to see you do the dances. Follow John Alice Comedy on TikTok. We'll put all the links out, definitely. Do you do the dances? I don't do the dances, but I have my own dances. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'll be doing them with the audience at the clubhouse this week. She's gonna teach us one at of her show? dances. Yeah. I think. At what show? Sorry. At what show? Uh, Spotlight. Spotlight, 8.30, 10 o'clock. Uh, or 8.30, Saturday night. Oh. <laughs> That's what I meant. Do you 8.30 know, to 10 o'clock on Saturday night. Do you remember we used to go through every single show we had every single week on this podcast at the start? Yep. Do you think, how accurate do you think you could get it if you had to do it now? Oh, pretty accurate? Yeah, pretty good. Oh, actually, no, no idea. Because <laughs> Hannah puts in show, every week there's a show on the schedule, and I'm like, what's this? Yeah. And I was like, who's the Italian guy I told you about? What? Speaking of which, just got a new contact today from a friend of Jim Gaffigan. Oh, that's Ooh. cool. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, from our friends at Pumpage. Oh, really? Yeah. That's funny. Clearly, they them. don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I we was, uh, a little shit I was last weekend. re-listening to that episode on the way down, actually. I think we were quite nice. Good. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. We'll find out. 
Uh, anyway, Gabby has an idea for the video we're going to film afterwards yeah. where Fantastic. we uh, potentially learn one of your dances. I think so. I think it's. I think we basically need to acknowledge that I'm obviously the number one selling rapper in the UK. Wow. And I don't. Maybe I could hear some of like your raps. I mean, <laughs> Matt looking at me terribly because um, he has no musical talent. Yeah. No, I think the idea should be like we're taking the piss out of the fact that I had one viral song that happened three years ago and I can't seem to not let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask who was it that wasn't letting it go, the the fans or you? Me, definitely. Okay. I won't let it go. <laughs> That's good. I won't nice, let it go. Nice self-awareness. I wouldn't let that shit go either. Exactly. you got you got to hang on to these things. Did John tell you about his best-selling I book? haven't told her about that. I, I barely that even talk about that. Oh, my um, God. So you've let it go. No. I, well, <laughs> I do. Yeah, I am a number one best-selling author. But I, I, I just gamed the system, right? So okay. I, I, I wrote a book. It is a, quite a good book. I'm, I'm fairly proud of it. But uh, I, for my birthday present from everyone, I sent a message to everyone on my birthday. And I was like, look, it's as cheap as I can possibly make it. Please buy it. But buy it specifically between this hour and this hour. Okay. Uh, so in the end, I became the number one best-selling author on Amazon Spain for two specific categories, fairy tales and young children's fiction for books in English on Amazon Spain and some other things. Oh my things. God, yeah. you have a lot of friends. Uh, it was no, I it can, took, it I, didn't take very I can many. tell you, I spent about a hundred, sent about a hundred messages, and I think 16 or 17 people did it. Did it. Hey, look, if you're a number one best selling author, I believe you put it on the CV, tell agents about it. Like, they can never take that away from you. You have to be a number one selling of something, otherwise, the whole video is not going to work. We all need to be the best no, no. in the something. Come on, uh, uh that's aren't you how like a scientist or something, like number one scientist, not yeah, but never number one in anything. Oh, come on. You're number one. A comedian if you don't think you're number one. You've got to be arrogant in this game. Oh, uh, number one buying, buyer of hand lotion on Amazon.com. <laughs> Do you really think you're number one? Yeah, dude, like 10 liters a, a month, man. It's, uh, 10 liters a month? 10, ten liters. Are your hands nice and soft? Oh, one of them is. <laughs> <laughs> number one science comedy communicator in Barcelona. Yeah, I'll take that. In I'll English. Take all of Spain. I think we should say. All of Spain. In English, in all of Spain. Yeah, I think as long as you do in English in Spain, yeah. you're kind of you're alright. Shout out to my boy Ricardo Stark, who's like uh, famous now, I think, in Spain for doing science communication. Uh, so we've literally had someone comment on the feed saying, "Gabby, please do the Pokemon rap." Yes, <laughs> we're gonna get it. Help people, me out, TikTok. People want it. Like, <laughs> I was just saying to Matthew, I don't have enough. Sorry, I was just saying to John, I don't have enough experience with Pokemon to do the Pokemon rap. Me like, neither. Yeah, exactly. So you need to write the Pokemon rap, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll don't worry, you. I have enough experience for all of us. <laughs> okay, uh, it's cool. So it... it's been catching Pokemon for years. I feel bad taking up all of your camera space on the live stream. That's okay. People like to see different faces on yeah. my lives. Okay. okay. That's not why I go to your Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> so. Just to see my face. Yeah. No, it's nice to mix it up, I think. People want to see different people. Gotta uh, have the sour to appreciate the sweet. So I did think about us trying to make the Comedy Clubhouse theme tune a number one best-selling tune on, uh, I guess, Amazon Music or whatever it is. Uh, okay. But I kind of got told it would be way more difficult than, like, so many more people buy music or well, want music books. or listen to music than write <laughs> very, very niche children's books. Uh, so I got told it would be virtually impossible, but you've managed to be a number one rapper in the UK. That's that's factual? 
in the recap. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's factual, but I think like if you say anything and you believe it, you can get away with whatever. <laughs> okay, right, if okay, you say okay. anything with confidence, people will believe you. No, I had this, I had this, I had this song that like blew up, and it was crazy because it went through like different waves. Like it blew up at the beginning, and then there was nothing for like two years, and then it had a resurface. Wait, so it uh, was like what song was it? Masturbation and isolation. So it was this yeah. whole rap I did about like. The lockdown and the UK government and just and then the second verse is just really like nasty and yeah and then it just had its second wave but I mean like a lot of my followers on TikTok is like 13 year old boys so they just couldn't believe that like you know this woman's talking about masturbating and for them it's like you know oh my god I can't believe girls do that it's like no girls do that and we're good dude I was 25 before I learned that women do that yeah I'm so surprised that I mean someone came up to me in the show last night and was like I didn't know women had a bean I'm like, <laughs> like, how can you not know that? Did yeah. you know that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't seem convinced. Yeah, as a, as a, as a term. He, he, this is a man that definitely knows what we're talking about. Okay, okay. Well, uh, I mean, hopefully in the song you get a little like. John, get your face. Is your face on camera for that? That look uh, is priceless, man. <laughs> we all know about the bean. Let us know if you know about the bean. Uh, yeah. This has all got very over eighteen very suddenly, but you know, people you got get... it sometimes. Yeah. Creepy messages from 13-year-olds? Again, creepy messages. like From all sorts of guys. From all sorts of guys and girls. And you know what? I'm open to it. Like, I mean, like, if I get, like, a sort of, like, disgusting DM, I sort of feel like, yeah, I've still got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I feel like... I do get, like, super offended. Like, if it's, like, disgusting, like, do you mean, obviously I just block and never see them again. But I always, like, do a little screenshot and put them in there. For yeah. a rainy day. Like, do you mean, if I'm feeling, like, get a, a little album. or a bit ugly, I go, <laughs> still want to like you know me to sit on their face and that's nice i know that i know that feeling though that's why i walk past the prostitutes twice on the street yeah just so you know just that, like a little yeah yeah you want to know that like you're into it a little pick me up there's yeah. a fruit shop i go to where the lady always calls me guapo yeah oh, there and you go. uh that's why i eat fruit once a month you gotta you Man, gotta get, you gotta get your fix the first year here every you know like every cafe they call you they're like oh la guapo que quieres and uh at, at first i was like guapo oh my god <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, you're both guapo. Then they call the old guy behind you guapo as well, and you're like, oh, you're just giving that shit out. Come yeah. on. Like, oh, I thought I was special, Henrietta. Yeah. We have another question. Someone's wrote yeah. the bean, question mark. Oh, God, am I going to do the bean? It's a myth, brother. It's a myth. If you think of, like, uh, a sort of girl's vagina like this, for those of you that can see, the bean is sort of, like, here. So, Matt, if you just, like, point out where it is, it's there. It's a little, like, no, no, there. It's a little circle, and if you rub it, it makes the girl go. Woo. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so top of the top of the rhombus, just below the you know what upper, they really like uppermost point of the, the rhombus. On it like that. Women really love it when you do the gotcha nose thing with it. It's oh god. That's <laughs> that's where when 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 uh, people mind masturbation, it, it looks like a DJ doing a thing. That's that's yeah. it's because exactly. they're rubbing the the bean. But don't go too um, hard in it. Like don't go too hard in it. Like that's the problem with like women and like sex toys. Like. The whole, like, the toys end up, like, sucking it off with, like, you know, losing, like, sensitivity. So you just got to be. But it's really That's why I never touch it. <laughs> there you go. I there think probably, go. like, work your way towards it as well. If, it, if there are any 13-year-old um, boys listening. Yeah. This has been um, Sexual Tips with the Comedy Clubhouse <laughs> and Gabby Killick. I didn't want it to be like this. Sorry, it's, like, half one in the afternoon. Like, yeah. But it, naturally it comes up. So happy to... Uh, Happy to this share is the witching hour. Yeah, happy to go there. Happy Here, to do. let's let's do some hard hitting journalism. Gabby Killick, what do you have against improv? Improv. That's right. I mean, I don't have anything against improv. I'm happy to do it, but you didn't come to our little improv jam last night because you had to go headline some very well paying gig in Sitches. It was very cool, actually. Have you been to Queens, yep. the restaurant? Yeah, yeah. 
I've, I've done that show a couple times. It's nice. What oh my god, think? isn't it the best show? Are you taking it's, the piss? I'm taking the piss out of John. Matt he is, hasn't been invited oh, yet. Been invited. I, I invited myself and got got put on the wait list uh, for it. Yeah. That's great. I've done it like six times. Yeah, I know. No, I've done it I think, uh, twice. It was so, a cool we'll place. See. I mean, I love the dramatic venue, like velvet, chandeliers. Yeah. Like, it's very It's a cabaret, like, like, a, like an old school kind of cabaret yeah, type I think, vibe. I tables. think my style like suited it because obviously I'm very like theatrical character sketches and music. So the fact that it's like a cabaret bar, I think it actually fit in like quite nice yeah. with the with the atmosphere. But no, it was good. I'm sure they'll get you on soon. Like Yeah, when they get a gap in the schedule, when they can't find yeah. anyone they do else. It once a month, don't they? It's not like yeah. here, like you guys are doing eight shows a week, so there's lots of opportunities. Yeah. You did not miss anything last night. It was a terrible jam. Oh really? Terrible. What happened? Nobody showed up, and like uh, what, improvisers didn't show. up? Oh no, we've yeah. been we've been blocked from TikTok. Oh it was all the bean my talk. god! Oh no! <laughs> it's because we're speaking about smutty. Things. I see. I told you, it's thirteen-year-old boys, and their mothers follow me too, and then they report me. Oh, my so, boys will not be pleasuring god. women. Honestly, um. <laughs> I, get, I get banned from TikTok all the time. A few more, a few more bans, and I'm out for good. Honestly, I need to be careful. Oh no, Sorry, that, that is an app for children. Like, but is it? It is. Do you really? Yeah, but is it? Do you guys watch TikTok? I when I I I was on for like a day, and it just showed me children, and I was like, mm -mm. but I think they yeah, have like. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to follow adults, obviously. You it can't depends. Be the children. thing is, it follows you what you're watching. If you watch all the children, then it's going to show you more children, yeah, man. That's what's is happened strong. is that you're fascinated. Yeah, it is true, but I mean, like, it's annoying. We need like the. By TikTok. the way, when I say children, <laughs> I really mean young adult women. How how young's too young? Uh, like, if you're an 18 year old dancing, would you be like, no, that's too young? I don't know how to answer that right now. <laughs> I personally think because if, if the they... thing is, is that I can't tell anymore. Anybody under yeah. 25, they all kind of look the same. It is true. Like, 14 year olds, like, no one's going through the ugly phase anymore as teenagers. They all look like they're 25 and they're like, 12, at least so online, I do get that. You know, they do all the, the, the makeups and stuff. And so the whole thing, and like, people are getting canceled left and right for shit like this. And I'm like, I, I, yeah. I'm bad enough as it is. I don't need. I don't need to. You don't need an extra thing. The temptation. You don't need another. You don't need, you don't need TikTok banning you like me. No. Oh god, that's really bad. Do you think a cancellation would sort of boost our profile a little bit? You know, if people really got onto it and started writing a lot of blogs and articles about how 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 terrible we are. Do you think maybe? Depends on depends on what it is, John. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Uh, I, I kind of feel like you've been trying, actually. Uh, I, it certainly seems like I have been. To get cancelled? Man, I yeah, I opened mm -hmm. the bathroom door on a, a woman a couple weeks ago. Oh, so I just got yelled at the other day for... But not for... on purpose. Oh, it was 100% no, on purpose. No, it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, it, was, it was an accident. We, we don't need to rehash it now, but yeah, it was it was a, a giant 100%. faux pas. It's, it's Matt's yeah. not the best at flirting. Uh, okay. With men or women. So <laughs> this guy yelled at me last week because two weeks ago he was up at the bar talking. Didn't I talk about this already? We had this guy uh, who I know, mm -hmm. and he was talking to a woman at the bar, like right in front of me as I'm serving drinks, big long line. Yeah. He said something along the lines of like... Uh, not everything has to be funny all the time. And I was like, bullshit. Yes, it does. This kind of clubhouse, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he said, blah, blah, blah. And then I threw a paper receipt at him. <laughs> I said, you Grinch. And then uh, apparently, I don't quite remember the entire interaction, but I don't think I, I don't think things have to be funny all the time. If they're not funny, they've got to be interesting. Do you I know what I mean? I don't give a shit. I don't, it doesn't, no, nothing has to be funny all the time, every time. I, it doesn't matter. It's, 
an ephemeral two Matt second. Matt was goofing around. Yeah. And the the experience didn't stick with him as an important moment in Matt's life, but it Not did apparently least. stick with this it, other person. Yeah, it ruined this guy's w- weeks. Like he was like stewing about it for two weeks, and then he builds up the courage to to tell me off. And he's like, "You were really mean to me, and I I've been watching you. You're not mean to anybody else." I'm like, "What? Yes, I am." It sounds like he's in love with you. I hope so. Yeah, it sounds like he wants a little bit of Matt. No, to he be told there. me that I need to be much less American. Here. Okay, well. Which is true. Yeah, I mean, good advice for a lot of people, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, Gabby, who have you pissed off recently? Oh, God, I piss off people all the time. Well, TikTok just then. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, like, I'm sort of, like, pushing the boundaries a little bit more with my humor. And, like, one lady last night walked out during a bit of my set because it was too much oh. for her. But I think I sort of like that, though. Over the last couple of years, I've been sort of, like, risking the things I'm talking about a little bit more. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I'll always be, like, basic bitch humour, but, like, hopefully now with a bit more of an edge and a bit more of, like, something interesting to say. And, uh, yeah, I sort of like being, like, that pantomime villain sort of thing. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm finding it quite cool. Living on the edge. Exactly. So I think last night, a bit, but then afterwards, like, people came up to me and said, oh, you know, what you're saying isn't for everyone, but we, we, we really liked it. So I think now I'm just finding my audience. Well, what, what were you saying? Well, I don't want to give. I don't want to give too. I don't want to give too much away, really, because I want uh, people to come to the shows okay. uh, this, this weekend at the <laughs> Comedy this, Clubhouse. This, this is supposed this will to go out. For... This will go out on Monday, to be honest. So, uh, yeah. congratulations on the amazing shows, Gabby. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm glad they went well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to Edinburgh this year. That's your plan. Yes, I'm going to Edinburgh. I'm taking the show. It's called Conversations with My Agent. and essentially, I'm just basically going to be sort of just letting people in on into a couple of like deep and dark show business chats that I've had over the last sort of like 10 years. Oh shit, did you get Weinstein? Weinstein, not not as aggressive as that, but things like that have happened to me, propositions have been made. So I'm just going, basically just taking off the, taking off the blanket, being like, this is how it is as a sort of like, you know, semi-professional struggling artist and letting the, hopefully the audience that come will be interested to know the ins and outs of uh, the industry. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. I'm sold. (laughs) <laughs> I'll be doing a little bit of a preview of it on Saturday night. I know this is going on Monday, so. At <laughs> the Comedy Spotlight at 8.30pm, Comedy Clubhouse, every Saturday night. Yeah. We're just advertising to people that already know all of this stuff, right? Um, well, the people that don't know about it come no, to the other shows. Gabby has, like, a following, man. I have a I mean, it's been years since you've been here, but I remember that one... I think you came, like, twice. I came twice, right? yeah. And I think... I don't remember if it was the first or second time, but, like, you had built up such a, like, a... Uh, like, yeah, a following. Because you had done Mike, 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 and people were like, when you, oh, you're doing a real show. Wow. Yeah. It's, no, excited. I mean, like, people from yeah. the last night's show, they're saying they were going to come to the spotlight this weekend. And, yeah, I'm doing sort of, like, a show every night here, and I'll just be letting them know about the clubhouse and hopefully come for the extended... Because ex- there's an extended set on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So that's why I'll be doing a little preview. And everybody at the improv show... Oh, wait. <laughs> Stop giving me shit for it. I will never. This Are is... you doing... You're not doing the improv tonight, either. I don't think so. I'm doing lights. I'm doing She's lights. doing lights up. Doing mm. lights up tonight. Because lights up pays and tab does not. Pay. We were going to pay. I thought so too. Uh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. We'll talk it about this matter. off pod. It's fine. Uh, selling well actually tab tonight, which is, oh, which is crazy. exciting. But I'm, uh, hoping so, to, I'm hoping to catch the show. I'm hoping yep. to do lights up and come back here, right? This uh, is yeah, a show on, right? Yeah, well, tonight, so we've got uh, Carmen Lynch is doing her thing at 10. Uh, but that's in Spanish, right? That's so in Spanish. But if you do want to come after your show... Uh, all the people from the roast battle are going to come ha- come here afterwards. Is, is well, I've been told to go to the roast battle, so I thought the roast battle was here. 
No, not, not here. No, no, no. Sorry. Only the small roast battles are here. James. The big roast battles need a bigger venue. Uh, yeah, so they're doing it somewhere. Actually, it was a scheduling problem because um, yeah. we yeah, had the, the Carmen Lynch show. Well, I'm happy to watch anyway. I love watching it all sort of thing. But roast battles, I could never do oh, one. I find them yeah. too mean. Yeah, me too. Mm. And uh, yeah, you'd be quite good at them, no? I'm very like, bad bit, at them. Very, mean. very bad at them. Um, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't be mean to Matt. I didn't want to bring him down. What about you? Do you like them? No, not at all. No, I don't like them. I had to be mean to John, and it felt like kicking my sister. Yeah, I mean, it's some people love that sense of humor, but it's just not really for me, and I don't think I'd be very good at it. I, I love the really sense of humor. I love doing it, but like. Uh, you, I don't know, like to do it for show in front of people, it just it it's nerve wracking. It's definitely a niche thing. Yeah. What's your? Do you have you have a theater background, right? I have a theater background, so I trained as an actress, and then basically, basically wasn't getting any parts to be honest on the circuit. And then I was like, right, I'm going to where can I perform where I don't need a script and I could just do it off my own back. And it was just stand up comedy. But so, you've been doing a fair bit of acting. I saw you. With these gorgeous stills uh, from a film recently. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks very much. Well, no, I'm definitely still pursuing acting. So I do like independent films and then like plays and things like that. But I just think for me, all fall, performing falls under like the whole umbrella. Like, yep. you mean? like I love doing yeah. like the music, the acting, the stand up. So just sort of got the performing itch really. So wherever I can. We're trying to get it. more acting done here. Yeah. Yeah. Is yep. in like plays or films? Plays, sitcoms. Nice. Just keep. I, Musicals? I, I tend to think like if you're sort of a stand-up comedian, you can definitely act. Don't you feel like you're I on stage so, as a yeah. character yeah, yeah. anyway, like all the time? Totally. Like, you yeah. can't. You can't go the other way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but stand-up to acting feels like it's it's coming. Which do you feel more enough. comfortable with? Which do you think you've had more success with your stand-up or your acting? Oh, um, I've been paid more for acting, but I yeah. think I'm definitely better at stand-up. I think people w I when agree. I do the auditions, I think people like the fact that I'm a stand-up and are more likely to give me a job because of it. Yeah. Um, but he only because be cool. they're like, oh, he must be a struggling comedian or whatever. And, and I am. He needs the help. I am. I need the help. And, and when it comes to acting gigs, they may be looking at a thousand people that are all the same, just yeah. the same, or slight differences between them. Mm -hmm. So I kind of imagine whoever's on the other side of the, the, the casting call is going like, who do I want to help? Who do I want to give a, a shot to? Yeah. Who who can do the job and I want to give a shot to? Mm -hmm. uh, so I always mention the fact that I that I uh, am a stand-up comedian or run a comedy club or kill cockroaches in my spare time. There you go. You got to slip it in. Somehow, and love you? McDonald's. <laughs> love um, McDonald's. Let's let's wrap up so that Marco can do his podcast. Totally. Yeah. Cool. But before we go, anything else that we want to mention? Uh, no, just happy to be here. If you're listening, my social media handles are Gabby Killick. You can remember my last name by killing it and licking it. Killick. So follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and also YouTube. I'm trying to push that, but it's not really working, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, thanks for listening to Constructing the Clubhouse. Special yeah. thanks to my co-host of the day, Dr. Matthew Merther. Happy to be uh, here. Who's done a fantastic job. Really carried uh, the first half of the pod. Uh, keep listening, comment, like, subscribe, uh, bye.